You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Monday here in Los Angeles. Glad to have you on board. The great Will Ferrell will stop by. Reggie Miller will join us a little bit later on as well, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. There are a lot of people commenting on the Pro Bowl that all of a sudden it started out as sort of a football game and then it uh, kind of morphed into two-hand touch. I don't expect anything out of the Pro Bowl. I've never missed the Pro Bowl and then asked somebody who won the Pro Bowl. But I watched it, and at some point, both sides had to realize or at least communicate, hey, let's just make it two-hand touch. And then the officials had to know that, too, because if I just touch Mac Jones, the official's not going to blow the whistle. But then he did. And you saw that certainly in the second half, and uh, there are a few defensive touchdowns. There were a lot of interceptions in there. I mean, it's not pretty, but I would just say if you want to make it two-hand touch or you want to make flag football, then make it flag football. Like, just let us all in, and I'm fine. Then if you watch, then you can't go, boy, they're not hitting here. Some of the quotes that had, uh, that came out on Twitter, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, they got to try a little bit in the Pro Bowl. Come on. Shannon Sharp. Are they not tackling anymore in the Pro Bowl? I'm sorry, but this isn't football. I played in this game numerous times, and I love the NFL, but this is embarrassing. J.J. Uh, Watt, I've seen walkthroughs more intense than this. Demarcus Lawrence, who's sweating out the most alcohol out there at the Pro Bowl? Yeah, Paulie? It, it is. I still want to know, did, did the players say something to each other? Like have a quick team meeting. Hey, guys, we're all in this together. And then do the refs have a meeting at the end of the quarter, say, look, they're not uh, they're not tackling, so we have to call something here. Guys are standing there and hugging. They're not technically down. I would just love to uh, dive on the process, how it, how it came up. But I didn't see any interviews post-game. I asked about that, and the only people who did interviews were like Max Crosby and the MVPs. Otherwise, there's no media obligation for the Pro Bowlers after the game. They have obligations to do interviews during the game. Like if a sideline reporter walks up to you on the sidelines, you're encouraged to do it. But once that game ends and you hug and kiss on the unless you're out, you're done. No media obligation. Okay, but ESPN needs to ask a question to Max Crosby, the defensive MVP, and just say, Max, when did you guys communicate? How did you communicate that you weren't going to tackle anybody? Or Justin Herbert, who was the uh, co-MVP. Hey, Justin, when did you know that they weren't going to hit you? It's like the WWE, Dan. You never <laughs> admit it's fixed. Yeah, Seaton. But is that? Do we really want to see like a linebacker blowing up a running back in the Pro Bowl? Like, ah, got him, knocked him out of the game. Like nobody wants to see that. I agree. I think, right? I mean, I don't want to see but, dudes like getting crushed. But don't go through the motions then of trying to give me what you think is a reasonable facsimile of a football game. Just let us in. Just say we're playing flag football. Okay, I'm fine with that. But when you watched it, and you're like, wait. Then I was just curious, I was fascinated with how do you get the message to the opposition? You don't want to be running and you think that defensive guy knows, hey, we're just doing touch, and then all of a sudden you get whacked there. Micah Parsons pounds you. Yes, Todd. And it used to be in Hawaii all these years, now it's in Vegas. It's a family outing for a lot of these players. All the more reason why. How terrible would that be? You're in Honolulu somewhere, you're in Vegas with the family, and God forbid they're carrying you off to a hospital somewhere because no, someone felt the uh, need to lay you out. No one's bringing their family to Vegas. Yeah. None of these guys. Hawaii are, they are. They're starting other families. <laughs> you know what was weird? Why don't they just do this? Every year they lose a piece of equipment like next year no face masks then next year no shoulder pads and by you know four years from now they're in shorts and flags 
This program, DP Show during Super Bowl week, brought to you by Link Soul, a lifestyle brand for any occasion. We got a poll question from the first hour, and Todd, of course, has those responsibilities. Would you update the poll result? I would be glad to, Dan. Okay. The Pro Bowl is lame and unwatchable, 84%. <laughs> a fun, lighthearted exhibition, 16 I th- I think it's lame, but that doesn't make it unwatchable. I I kind of like to just see it like backyard feel to it, where you just hey, you go out and you go out. I would I would mic up the quarterback for every play. Um, I'd mic up a defensive player when he's making the call. Like try to make it so inclusive. I was watching a Fox Sports basketball game a couple of weeks ago, and Marquette was on. I don't know who they were playing, but it was Marquette. And both coach Shaka Smart was mic'd up through the entire game. You heard everything, every huddle, halftime speech, everything. And it was a game I wouldn't have watched, but they made it inclusive and brought you a little closer to the action. If you're going to do it, just bring everybody in. You know, when we watch the NBA, nobody goes, oh, they're not playing any defense. Oh, you know, this is just a friendly pickup game. Yeah, but we still watch it. We're fine with that. Baseball. You know, when they used to attach the home field advantage for the World Series nonsense, because Fox goes, hey, nobody's watching the All-Star game. Well, we're now, it, now it's for, uh, what was the uh, slogan? Now it counts or yeah, something? Now it counts. Now, now it counts. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to watch. This time it's personal. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> you're, the, you're the fan of uh, throw out a team that's not any good in baseball. And as if you care who's going to have home field advantage in the World Series. Like you're a Baltimore Oriole fan. You're going, oh, yes, the American, yeah, we got home field advantage. Yeah, Paul. The Pro Bowl and the NFL Pro Bowl needs a new slogan. Like, you don't care and neither do they. <laughs> the Pro Bowl next. <laughs> Staying healthy, not getting hit. Yes, Eaton. But, like, I love the little things like the Diggs brothers going against each other yeah. and then switching positions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Have a little fun. Yeah. Let's just have fun Let's for a change. Let's just have fun. Not everything has to be Jeez. so serious. Yes, Todd. But on the other oh hand, it might be God. fun to have one brother smash the other brother as hard as he could, like the good old days when they were kids and they were fighting over a toy and see that live for everyone to watch. That's something I would watch. If I knew like that one of the Diggs brothers was going to light up his brother, that would be fun. Not give him, not, not the little point. Look at me. I'm about to score. I don't know. What is that? Back to you in the studio. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Todd. Eight seven seven three DP show email. You're you're. I don't know what's going on with you. It feels like you my came shirt, out. my personality, my look. Wow. No, no, you just kind of arrived my contribution in a, to the show. No, you arrived in a bad mood. I was grumpy because of the flight out Saturday. Not compared to Seton driving thousands he, and thousands of miles. He, 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 and he sketchy drove town. over three thousand miles. I'm you not comparing sh- my situation to theirs at all. I just happened to notice little things, little observations that may or may not be humorous that people can relate to. Asking the flight attendant what you know the drink options are, like you just got beamed from another planet and you don't know how that works. Okay, but what is Sierra missed? Just, just ignore it. It bothered me because they announced it on the on the speaker. They said we have a variety of Pepsi products and coffee and Pepsi and Diet Pepsi and ginger ale. She like said like every apple juice, orange juice, and then they get to the row in front of me and we're all thirsty and waiting for our snacks. And the snacks don't come out until after the drinks come out. So it's a whole process. If you're hungry, if you're gonna wait another forty five minutes for your cheese. What else bothered you about the trip here? You were hinting uh, the flight left an hour and a half late because they decided instead of getting a crew from Connecticut, I guess no one knows how to fly a plane in the in the state of Connecticut. They had to get their crew from Boston. How was the Uber trip? The Uber trip could have been better. I know I'm chatty sometimes, and I've annoyed all of you with like detailed stories about nothing. But at that hour of the morning, I just wanted to kind of sit quietly in the back seat. And instead, this guy's telling me his whole life story and you know, 
the wife oh, is going no. for a test. No, or, no, no. You I can, shouldn't complain. You about cannot it. call people out. But if I'm not the one doing the talking, like, well, I realize. Now I you know yes. what we feel like. On the receiving end of that, at like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, driving to Todd, the pool. If you were my Uber driver, I'd take my own life. <laughs> I would just get out of the car if it's moving down there the road. My son, I don't know what to deal with him, and he's, it's from a different marriage, so I already am not. I don't feel that bonding with him anyway. And he's, you know, he was supposed to go to college, and he's trying to start his own yes, company. Seaton. I stopped at this barbecue place in Texas, and uh, it was awesome, right? The food was great. The, like, atmosphere was really cool. Like, you could just tell from the outside that you were walking into someplace really awesome. And then we got in there. There was only, like, four people in there, even though it could seat, like, 400. So there's a lot of space in there. Maybe not 400, but it's a big place, right? And uh, so I went, <laughs> I went walking in there, and uh, me and the French kid are just standing at the door, you know, and there's all these empty seats, and the lady's like, you can sit wherever you want. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we go sit down. Uh, she comes over. She's like, okay, you guys are ready to order? Can I get a menu? We don't have menus here. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's like, ready to write down the order? And I'm like, uh, so what do you have? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I didn't realize that I was just supposed to know everything that's on there. And she was like, <sighs> well, we have like brisket, sausage, turkey, this, whatever. I'm like, I'll have the uh, sausage and chicken. She's like, we don't have chicken. I mean, turkey. I was all rattled. And then she's like, uh, okay, do you want any sides? Yeah. What sides do you have? <laughs> she was like, Who would she want sides? run through all of them. And I was like, I just didn't know I was supposed to know everything that you already had. Like, was I supposed to do the research before I got there? This isn't one of those where your phone reads a code and then brings up the menu? No, no, there was nothing like that. Nothing. There was absolutely zero information whatsoever. You were just supposed to know that you wanted the ribs or the brisket or the turkey. I don't know. Yes. Why no. would you not have a menu? Saving trees or something like that? If you haven't been I, there no, before. No, 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 no. I'm not doing this today. I'm not, we're in Los Angeles. We, you know, we get to I, see I some people. I understand him being frustrated. Like, no, that's no, ridiculous. It's, it's, it's I don't okay. know, macaroni and cheese, potato salad. It's okay. It's okay. Huh? Then she does the we're breath good. thing to him. We're good. She does the annoyed deep breath. Uh, she said, we have potato salad, we have potato casserole, we have uh, this. I was like, uh, can I have the second potato thing you said? That's how I actually ordered from him. <laughs> the Dolphins have their coach, the uh, former Niners offensive coordinator, Michael McDaniel. Lovey Smith, maybe to the Texans. He was their associate head coach and defensive coordinator. So right now you have the Saints and Texans officially as coachless. I guess the Vikings, but Kevin O'Connell is supposed to be getting that after the Super Bowl. We were talking about this last night when we went out for some drinks, and you look at the Rams' upside. Now, they're never going to be to Los Angeles what the Lakers and Dodgers are. But you get a fan base, you, you, you know, and fans love a winner. And all of a sudden, you know, and, and I wonder about that if the Rams lose this Super Bowl. How, how does that dent that fan base? But it feels like everybody's excited. It's a home game. You're playing the Bengals. And, of course, nobody's going to take the Bengals seriously. And you can ask the other teams that they've gone through that maybe you probably should. But the Bengals' upside is you start with Joe Burrow. And, first of all, if the Bengals lose, you know, this isn't going to be one of those, well, you might get this, oh, they never should have been there in the first place. If they get blown out, you'll hear that. But if the Bengals win, now Joe Burrow's halfway to the Hall of Fame. He's where Russell Wilson was. He's where Patrick Mahomes was. All of a sudden, you're like, hey, you're in your second year, third year. Now, all of a sudden, we view you differently. You, know, you got Jamar Chase. You're both under contract. You know, we can play this out for quite some time there. And that's what's helped Patrick Mahomes. You keep Tyreek Hill. You keep Travis Kelsey. You know, it's not just having a great quarterback. It's 
do you have other skill players? And Joe Mixon's a very good running back as well. But it does feel like it's Joe Burrow against the Rams defense. Yeah, Paul. And historically, the, the uh, Cincinnati franchise has always had trouble getting free agents. They're not known for spending. They don't have to. They got Joe Burrow. They have Jamar Chase. Like you said, it's it's on a plate for them. Their defense is above average, but they don't have like star players that they have to pay. Remember, remember a couple of years ago, the Vikings had that great defense, and they decided to pay Kirk Cousins, and they had to like not spend elsewhere. Uh, they're in the opposite situation with the Bengals. They could spend on the offensive line. They could. That'd be great. The thing that I'm concerned about, just to watch this game and make you know, hopefully it's a competitive game, is. The offensive line for the Bengals feels like the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs against Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay won that Super Bowl with their defense. But now you have that defense going after Joe Burrow. Now, he has survived. He's been sacked nine times in a playoff game and won the game. But it does feel like it's the Rams' defensive line versus the Bengals' offensive line. And it really feels like it comes down to that. A couple of phone calls, as we always do, best and worst of the weekend. Jason in Nebraska joins us. Will Farrell will join us in about 10 minutes in our studio. Hey, Jace. Hey, Danny and Danettes. Love you guys. Um, a lot of positives this weekend. So my best is Caitlin Clark and what she's doing at Iowa. Good she's Lord. Awesome. It, it's really she's, nice. She is. She's, she's awesome. awesome. Um, my bester is the uh, um, girls flag football during the Pro Bowl or before the Pro, uh, Pro Bowl. That was pretty cool. And my bestest is being at my lo- local uh, Costco. And what do I see out of the corner of my eye that makes me start singing? Celery, celery, <laughs> celery. Hey, suck it, Fritzy. Thanks, oh, guys. Bye. Okay. Oh, All right. I don't, specific. don't know if we need to start it's our out Monday. out of the blue. Like yeah, that. Jason. On a Monday Super Bowl. Week. Yeah, well, he might be speaking for a lot of people. Oh. But I'm just saying. Oh, wow. uh, if you haven't seen Caitlin Clark at Iowa... She is awesome. You know, I was thinking about this. Paulie and I were talking. How many men's basketball players can you name in college basketball? You can name two women's college basketball players, Paige Beckers, Caitlin Clark. Now, Paige Beckers got hurt, UConn uh, star. Caitlin Clark is fun. I think she put up 40 yesterday against Michigan. And, you know, she's not leaving early. She's just a whole lot of fun to watch. But I, I did watch the Duke and North Carolina game. I watched for a little while, flipped back over to it, and then they were chanting F Coach K and I went Not when you not when you're getting blown out. Not when you're winning, if you want to do that and be classless, okay. When you're getting blown out, I I just wish Coach K would have just gone scoreboard on, on them. Yeah, Paul. Hey, Caitlin Clark of Iowa, remember that shot that Steph Curry took against Oklahoma City in 2015 where he was about 30 feet from the basket, yeah. and he didn't need – he could have gone eight feet closer. He said, no, nah, this is good. She was taking shots like that yesterday. I thought when I first saw the video online, I was like, well, this must be the end of the half, and she's taking a 35-foot heave. It was the middle of the second quarter. It wasn't like uh, – the, the clock wasn't running down. She's like – 30 feet is open range. Yeah. Wow. It's got a great handle. Uh, Jeremy in Wisconsin. Hi, Jeremy. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Good to hear from you guys early this week. My first best is just want to bring some recognition to the Division Three UW Oshkosh Titans basketball team. They improved their record to 17-3 and over the weekend, fifth ranked in the country. And my second best is all the representation of Wisconsin athletes in the Olympic. Uh, Olympic, sorry, uh, really cool to see that. But again, kudos to you guys. 
uh, earlier time zone. So thank you for bringing it. We appreciate right. it. Thank you, Jeremy. Of course, our favorite Olympian in this year's Winter Games, Seton. Uh, that would be Seaman Pavelchenko. Seaman Pavelchenko. <laughs> loser. He's yeah. a loser, baby. He is a loser. So, Russian loser. Yeah. I saw that on the screen last night. I go, hmm. I want to know what other name they considered. You know, his parents. What are we going to call him? Mike? Tom? Seaman? Let's go Seaman. Yeah, could you imagine if, like, the name Daniel in, the, in Russian actually meant something <laughs> well, else? <yeah. laughs> uh, do we know what... Like, Seaman over in Russia might be Frank. You know what I mean? <laughs> we have no idea. His name could be Francis. Yeah. Might be Dick. <laughs> yes, Paulie. And those losers, they do that low shot of them as oh, they're in the gates, <laughs> and they have their feet out, and they're spread to be on the thing. And then it's shooting up their yeah. groinal area. Yeah. You learn, and those outfits are tight. You could like tell their religion. Yeah. yeah I think he had childbearing hips, too, <laughs> Seaman Pavelchenko. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, the Texans may be promoting Lovey Smith. That's not official yet. And then the Saints, uh, Jason Lockenfora had this to get credit where credit is due. Uh, Seton is back with the van uh, over 3,000 miles, 3,843. 3,843. Yeah. Uh, we need to detail that van before we uh, give it away inside and out. There was a bit of a donut spill at one point that uh, needs to be cleaned up. <laughs> we'll take a break. The great Will Farrell will join us in studio right after this Dan Patrick show. Oh, you know what I got in the mail before I left the man cave? Butcher box. And it's a problem because now I leave it for the guys who were back there, and Tyler's going to have a meet Friday back there, and he's probably going to open up the butcher box. And uh, what they do is they ship high-quality meat right to your home, free shipping for the continental United States, and then uh, there's 8 to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose, and it's good enough for 24 individual meals. And it's going to probably average out to $6 a meal. So customize your own box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you're going to get exactly what you want. Your chance to have ground beef again. That's right. Butcher Box is doing this again, giving free new members free ground beef for life, plus get $10 off with a coupon at butcherbox.com slash Patrick. Two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership, plus $10 off coupon. Go to ButcherBox.com slash Patrick. ButcherBox.com slash Patrick to claim this deal. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This program, award-nominated, we never win anything. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond as Seaton found out, that Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lives up to the expectations and then some. Customized options there, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz vans, built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Are we going to stay with the poll question that we had from the first hour, Todd? I think we are for now, but I definitely want to change it up for the final hour. By the way, Todd has a limerick. He said he has a limerick every day. Do you want to knock out your limerick and then I'll bring Ugh. in the great Will Ferrell? I think that's a great idea. Like you could be kind of opening wow. for uh, Will Ferrell. That is amazing. Yeah, okay. Dreams come true. Here we yeah. go. Here's Todd with his limerick about the uh, Super Bowl. Home field advantage, not quite. In that NFC title game fight, Niner cheers won the day. You'd think so far it was the Bay. 
but ultimately the Rams won the night. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's go. There you go. All right. You don't want the uh, opener to be too good if you're, oh. you know, the headliner. <laughs> I'm so, pacing myself. Yeah. So mission accomplished <laughs> as we bring in the uh, great Will Ferrell, actor, comedian, and uh, longtime LA sports fan. He's. Uh, <laughs> 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 he is. He is all in with the Bengals. Hi, Will. Uh, got some face paint there. Uh, looking, oh, back in the day. I did that. Remember, I lost the bet. And I had to do that, and I had to roar. Yeah, that is awesome. Every Before I spoke, every time I'd have to go roar. So anyway, I think the Yankees should... So, <laughs> explain your bet that you lost, because Will, Will's a, a great listener of the show. We appreciate that. Yes. I didn't know you'd come in dressed as uh, well, a Bengal. If you recall, last time I was here, <laughs> I got here so early Yes, you <clears throat> for my hair and makeup. Yeah. And you guys were speculating, like, what is he doing? Why did he get here so early? Yeah. And you guys were like, oh, he's going to come out as this person or Mugatu or this and that. And I came out just as normal Will Ferrell. And uh, devastatingly disappointed. You, the looks on your faces, I'm like, God, next time you guys are back, I'm bringing the heat. Well, I didn't know it took you that long just to look like Will Ferrell. Well, it doesn't. I just... I'm very conscientious. Okay. You know, L.A. traffic. Like to, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you going to wear this home to the family? Uh, I haven't even thought that far. Okay. Ahead. Yeah. Okay. Just thank you. Yeah, one time. Did you see that patch on his? Uh, it says Bobby Gritch. How great is that? I've got a Bobby Gritch patch. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how long have you owned that? You know, jacket? when you think of <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. I think you uh, dressed like a tiger and, and Bobby Gritch. Bobby Gritch. It's good to see. You. By the way, I'm pulling for the Rams. <laughs> no, um, are you a Rams fan? I'm not. I'm. I. I was back in the day when I was a kid, and then they <laughs> broke my heart and left. Oh, so you can't fall back in I love? Can't, I can't. I can't fall back in love. Are you pulling for the Bengals? I. I am. I love. I'm, I'm really liking the the, the Joe the Joe uh, Burrow kid. Are you going to go to the game? I'm going to the game. Are you bringing the family to the game? No. No way. I don't, I don't, uh, I gotta be able to move in and out. Yeah, you yeah. gotta stealth. Yeah. Uh, but weren't you guys, you guys were coming up with, uh, listener of the show. I'm coming off kind of pathetic here, how much I listen to the well, show, right? we wondered, like, what your life is like, Will, because you, you don't do anything, do you? Weren't you guys coming up with nicknames for Joe? Yes. Bur right? Yeah. We came with, up with Joe Ohio. Okay. I couldn't take Joe Cool because that's Joe, Joe Montana. Yeah. That's not fair. I thought of Sloppy Joe Burrow. Sloppy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves Sloppy Joe's. Yeah. Had you guys landed on Sloppy Joe? Well, no, because then it, I'm glad I'm, I bought the uh, dot .com. No, I've, no, I've you got, got it. Yeah, that? I've got the You got rights. the domain? I got the domain to okay. Sloppy Joe. Uh, okay, but it, that kind of means he had a bad game or they lost. Like in defeat, yeah, he could be true. Sloppy Joe. Okay, maybe that's not. How much good. did you think this through? I just was trying to connect Joe. I was trying to connect Wheelburrow. <laughs> no. Joe Wheelburrow. <laughs> I was really. It's a tough one. I like Wheelburrow better than I do. Was yeah. this always a love seat? Uh, it was a single chair. It but was a single chair. Yeah. Before. Yeah. But I brought in. Uh, it's it's called Love Sack. It is. After that, the B-52 song. That's Love Shack. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. that. That's the brand. It's called Love Sack. Oh, it's Love Sack. Yes. 
Yeah. Are you guys pushing love sack? Yes, we have uh, sofas. Yeah, it's a it's a oh. sa- it's a sectional. <laughs> okay. No, it is. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not disputing. It. I'm not disputing. It. Do you want me to get you one? I, I, uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, I I didn't get through my full intro though. Oh, okay. Um, all eight episodes of the limited series, The Shrink Next Door, available now on uh, Apple TV Plus. Yes. Is it a all, all available? Dark comedy. It's a dark. Would you say it's a com? I don't know. I would say you put it in the dark comedy category, but it's um, it's a little more dramedy. Dra- yeah, it's a little more drama than the uh, capital D R A M A lowercase D Y. Okay, dramedy. Okay, are you now a serious actor? Uh, I'm here to announce on the Dan Patrick Show. <laughs> That I'm with, now with that makeup on, <laughs> to <laughs> only serious acting. Oh, really? So you retired from comedy? Done from comedy? Wow! Well, it was a great run. It was a great run. Great, great, great run. Uh, what's going to be your first serious acting role? Uh, I'm I'm going to reprise the Tiger King. Um, <laughs> In a, a very heart-wrenching drama. Okay. Yeah. And you'll play? I'll play, uh, 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 what's-her-face? Carol Bass. Yes, Carol Bass. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I think somebody's already doing No, they're that. already doing it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the Danettes said, look, can we ask one question each? Okay. Now, I'm going to let you decide. Now, this didn't work out with Kevin Costner. Uh, Paulie. In what way? Insulted. Uh, oh, really? And Costner didn't have a sense of humor. He, did, uh, he jumped on Polly and used the F word. <laughs> he did. Uh, he, wow. He, yeah, he got F-bombed by Kevin okay. Costner. Yeah. Bucket list. Yeah. That's, I was going to say, that's a badge of honor. I, I well, think. I asked him a question because Kevin Costner at one time, I think, was the biggest actor in all of Hollywood. That's fair to say? I would think so. And I yeah. said, when you were at your peak after uh, Untouchables and all those movies. Already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Already. Yeah. See? Already troubled waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If Paulie said that to you, what would you say? Uh, I w- I would I'd say keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't f bomb him. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay. No. But Costner's a serious actor. Serious actor. But I'm about to transition no, into that. So. And then you would f bomb. Yeah. Him. Then I would. I would. <laughs> All right, Paulie. It'd be worse. All right. You can lead off with your one question for Will Ferrell. Okay. I don't understand anything about how movies are made, but let's say you're in old school or whatever comedy you're making, and you're one of the right. actors. If you nail a scene, a take of a scene, can you lobby for that scene to be put in the movie, and how does that work? Uh, l- lobby for the scene to get well, put no, in the not movie? Th- that, that take. take. Of a scene. Let's say that you did take. eight takes of the scene. I, I, I listened to the DVD of uh, Old School, and when yeah. you were walking down the stairs in the sweater vest, you did the sneeze, the side sneeze. Yes. And Vince Vaughn was like, that's such a sneaky little joke, and he loved it. But when you, if you have a take where you think you nailed it or it's a funny little uh ad lib you can you can uh what they'll do is uh circle circle the the takes so you watch it and the director will be like circle that one so you can double back if i if i watch the cut of the movie i'll go i i think i did something weird a couple and they can they can double back and put it in if the director's listening to you (laughs) sometimes they are and sometimes they're not usually they are okay but you're with my status uh, Seaton, Don't listen to me. Seaton, you're one, <laughs> your one question. 
My question for Will is, um, which winter Olympic sport do you believe you would excel in most? Mm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably either bobsled or luge. Would you do uh, luge or skeleton? Face first, feet first. Oh, I, I would do luge. I'm not going to do skeleton. But you... Skeleton's fi- face first. Face first, first yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't do the face first, I don't think. Because um, I, have, I have incredible core strength. <laughs> well, when incredible I think Incredible inner thigh. <laughs> yeah, because I think you do all the steering yeah. here. With your feet, yeah. right? Yeah. Would you yeah. be front or back in the bobsled? Well, what I, I I definitely wouldn't be up front. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't. I'd be one of the guys pushing in the back. I would think. Okay. All right. Did you hear our favorite uh, loser? No. His name is uh, Seaman Pavelchenko. Seaman Pavelchenko. <laughs> and then we found out the, the, he's 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 Ameri- He's from Burbank. <laughs> no, right? he's not. No. <laughs> he is. Oh. I think he's from the Ukraine. And in in the Ukraine, Seaman means Simon. I think. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. So a little sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Todd, your one question for Wilfair. What was the moment or situation during your illustrious SNL career where you felt like, you know what? It's time to, I uh, had enough. It's time to move on to the <laughs> next chapter of my, uh, my career. So the moment where I'm like, I got to get out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you felt like, I think it's time to move on to bigger and better things. I have this on my resume. I've done all how, I can do. How much, did you, how much thought did you give this? I was that, thinking about that it. That was worse than Polly's question to concert. I think it's a legitimate question. Uh, all right. You well, when did you know you were washed I on really, Saturday night? I should, I, should, I should walk out at this point, <laughs> no, right? No, no. I'm sorry. No. Uh, that wasn't meant I, to be offensive. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there was a moment where I'm like, I'm done. I better leave. Uh, but I, I, you know, I was on for seven years. At a certain point, I was. I thought, ah, I better, I better get out now. How about Cause this? Because I'm, I'm. Let me doing rephrase, well. rephrase right. your your question, Todd. Did I ask that in a way that was that sounded like offensive? Well, it was meant to be. Not... It was meant to be that I, I'm I'm ready for to do something else. I've done I've done it at such a high level, mm. and I'm ready for the next challenge. If you have to explain a, your question, that's how it was meant to be. This is a disaster. <laughs> it is. It is from start to finish. <laughs> this is a. Well, when did you realize though that you'd kind of become, you know, in pop culture that you were more than just somebody who was on Saturday Night Live? That now it was something bigger. Well, you have to remember Saturday Night Live. Being late night TV, it's not. It's like it's like dog years. Seven years equals like one year of prime time television. If you know, if you're the cast of Friends, so many people are watching that. After one or two seasons, you're you become iconic. At the end of seven seasons of Saturday Night Live, people f- were just now knowing what my name was when you were was washed exactly, up leaving. When I was washed up leaving, leaving, Saturday. and they were like, "Good luck, pal. <laughs> you're gonna need it." Uh, so. <laughs> But I just, I kind of left, I, I literally did that show thinking, oh, I could just do this for the rest of my career. It's so much fun. It's, it's the thing I always wanted to do. But I thought, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well right now. It's, it's now the good time to leave and test the waters. And, uh, and I kind of, it was a real, there wasn't like 20 script, scripts waiting for me. You know, it was, it was very much a leap of faith in the sense of, I had old school that was in the in the can, which is a term means finished, finished product, <laughs> finished in the can, but hadn't come out yet. 
And then we had this script about a, a, a human raised by elves up at the North Pole that was an interesting concept but needed a lot of work. But that hadn't even been set up yet. But you and so I that was kind of I just I just thought for better or for worse I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the show and see what happens. But did you have a sense though when you're leaving that old school was your career sort of riding on old school success? A little bit, and it it had been uh, it was originally supposed to come out in November, and then it got pushed to February, which is usually not a good sign when they hold on to a movie and. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a, a leap of faith. But and then Elf, you've talked about where you thought you might yeah. have made the biggest mistake right, of your right. life. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. In the uh, in the yellow tights, sitting alone in my trailer, but just <laughs> just looking in the mirror, going, huh? What else can I do when this all goes downhill? I can't imagine of you. Yeah, sitting in your double banger. Yeah, in my double, and it was. And, it was not even. And a, you're in costume. I'm in costume, all by yourself, with a little tiny, you know, uh, little tiny electric heater at my feet because it was freezing, you know, December in New York. And, uh, but what? When did you know that that was? Because you get James Con. Yeah, and, and you had some really interesting. John you know, Favreau Peter Dinklage was. Fairly confident throughout the whole process. And, uh, <laughs> Fairly. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it wasn't, it, you know, I, I'm sure Sandler's talked about it. I'm sure you've had a lot of actors talk about it. You're like, you don't know till you're sitting in, with the audience watching the, the film. Oh, so even after the Yeah, and, you... and just sitting in that first preview. Oh. And you're, you're, you know, it's an intense opening night. How nervous, time. though, are you? I'm not nervous anymore when I when I when I'm at these test screenings. But I, it was yeah, you 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 have butterflies in your stomach and But we can't think of Christmas without Elf now. You I mean it's you, it's in there with You can't. Like if four you or do, five. I'll sue you. Yeah. <laughs> but you got It's a Wonderful Life. Sure. You got Ralphie, Christmas yeah. Story. Yeah. Elf. Uh, uh, Rudolph. Booty Call. Booty, booty, One of the classic <laughs> Christmas movies. Booty Call 3. Booty Call 3. Uh no, I'm very lucky to to have uh, you know, it's very rare to have something that people watch again and again and yet, you know, have it land around Christmas. It's okay. Pretty cool. I know you went through all of this trouble to put the makeup on. Yes. Can you do you want to come back with this or it looks pretty good. It does. I'm lie. It um I wonder how long I wonder if I could spend the rest of my week in this makeup and just see it how how Crazy people thought I was. So if I you was. just, you know, slept on your back. Yep. And you <laughs> you took a, just like that. Yeah. You know, walk in to slept get coffee in a, at Starbucks. In and a, what's this called again? That's a love, that's love sack. That's slept, the sectional. Slept upright in this In the sectional. love section. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can, you, can you come back with this? Or? Um, what do you think? For, should I come back? I really Todd's got will. another question. Okay, we'll let Todd come up with another so question. Where did you Todd, think? I'll come back. Todd's got, okay. I'll come back. All right, we'll, we'll come back with Will Farrell after yeah. this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. You would never know that he's a serious actor now, the way he's dressed today. Bengals superfan, Will Ferrell, staying with us. Uh, you can see him in the shrink. Go, go Gauls. Bengals. <laughs> us Bengals, the real Bengals fan. No, you just shorten it to Gauls. Yeah. The Shrink Next Door is available now on Apple TV+. Plus. So uh, Will is in there with uh, Paul Rudd, and it's uh, kind of a serious turn. Yeah. 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 And you've gone serious. There's now. some laughs. There's some laughs through the tears, but it's, 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 it's serious. Can you cry on cue? Um, when Fritz asks me questions, <laughs> yes. When he breaks me down. Fritz, uh, I, I can't cry on I can't cry on cue. Well, you did for my uh, my your speech for me for the that, uh, Radio Hall of Fame. That I well, because I really yeah, that one was easy because of the emotion of the moment. Everybody, what was the react? By the way, we didn't talk since. No, we didn't. Um, so I asked Will <laughs> to kind of help and duck me into the Radio Hall. And of you Fame. said, and you said, don't don't be afraid to get emotional. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's true. yes. And yeah. it's so we're in Chicago. This is uh, back in October, and and uh, Will just did a video, and I didn't want to let anybody know. Everybody else is doing these heartfelt, you know, intros yeah. for this person who's going into the Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame, and then Will just got up there and started saying I basically wasn't going to amount to anybody, anything, and everybody knew that, and then uh, the tears came, <laughs> artificial tears. How how did the Radio Hall of Fame people react to my? My level of... They loved it. Okay, good. They, they loved it. Good. Yeah, they did. They had a good sense of humor. Yeah. But that's when you started to transition into a serious actor, it felt That like. was the moment. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you do something... If I said, um, like, the uh, taxi driver. Right. Are you, like, mentally, can you get into a role like that, a bad guy where you go... Something deep and dark like that. I well, I, I kind of had to do it and shrink. There, there, there are pretty powerful moments where, you know, uh, Paul Rudd, who plays the therapist, uh, um, who is kind of controlling Marty's life, is very manipulative throughout this this whole series, and he kind of, you know, push. There's a push pull going on where he, you know, he gives me encouragement and then he makes me feel horrible, and those moments were incredibly real and it didn't he was so effective and so mean that it was not it was not hard to get to that anxious place and uh and before i knew it i i'm i'm crying which is a very surreal you're in front of a crew of 50 people and you have to cry on cue but it, it it's funny how you get yourself into that space and it, it's just happening what's the role that you brought home um in terms of like I couldn't shake that it. character uh, I I haven't done I don't think I've done so many things where I'm like you know 
you only have to talk. Please don't speak to me as Will. Talk to the character. Uh, I'm pretty good about shaking it off when You're I... You're not a well, Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm not a Daniel Day. No, okay. I'm not a Daniel But I do. I did uh, take a year off and study shoemaking oh, in did? Italy. Okay. Yes. Okay, just like Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. did. Uh, Shoe cobbling. Sorry. But but you're not... Cobbler. Yeah. You're not Ron Burgundy at home. No. No, no, no. No. My wife would kill me. I was going to say, did yeah. you want to be yeah. Ron Burgundy at yeah. home? <laughs> yeah. Um, Has your wife ever said... Sometimes when we make love, though. <laughs> Hello, honey. I'm now going to lay upon you. <laughs> scotch, 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 scotch. Scotch. We are now beginning what is called lovemaking session. It's going to last exactly seven and a half minutes. We're beginning. <laughs> Do you even drink scotch? I'll have, I'll have scotch on occasion, sure. Like if you're going to tie one on with this tonight. Right. In Venice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it Venice or Marina del Rey? Well, I'm getting in conflicting that area. pieces of information. Well, if we're going to party, we're going to yeah, Venice. Of course. Yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll anything from an IPA. <laughs> Enjoy a good IPA. Who doesn't? Right? I could. You're acting like I'm crazy. No, it's no, just, no. I, okay. I, it's hard to take you serious IPA, with that paint on your face. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a, a, a tequila inspired drink. Okay. Um, When's the last time you were drunk? Like like slurring drunk? Yeah. Not blackout drunk. <laughs> like, like just like, wow, uh, Will looks like he's tipsy. I don't, my tolerance isn't what it is, what it used to be. Uh, so I do find myself even after, say, three glasses of wine. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. But at Saturday Night Live, did you party? We would... Uh, Pretty much every Wednesday after the read-through, we tie one on. You get after it till three in the three or four in the morning. Yeah, and then the, then you got the after party on uh, Saturday night on, till on Sunday Saturday. morning. Is that mandatory that you have to show up? And it's not mandatory, but you you just it was so much fun. You'd stay out till five six in the morning, and uh, you know, hang out with the guys from the Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. But other people told me about it. He is uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, all episodes of the uh, limited... I did, I did see Christopher Walken crawl out of a party once. Crawl. Crawl. But didn't he show up? Isn't that the famous... Uh, he, he showed up a party and he had kittens? He had a coat. Shy McBride told us that he showed up at a dinner party. He had um, a, a coat and he had kittens. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> and, he, and he said... I don't remember. I've got yeah. kittens. Oh. Kittens. I just remember talking the first time he hosted. I remember, I remember talking to him and going, "Gosh, Chris, so fun to watch you work. You're, you're just so funny." He's like, "Really?" Because I have no idea. <laughs> oh, because well, keep doing it because it's just everything you say is just. It doesn't matter what we write for you. It's just so funny. The limited. Series. I have no idea. Is the shrink next door available on Apple TV Plus? <laughs> Great to see you. Uh, we're up against a break. Are you guys going to SoFi? Will you be there? No. Are, no, I, you can come to my house, but I won't be there. <laughs> I'll be at SoFi. Uh, what a way to close out the hour and uh, Simply Safe Home Security. If Will had Simply Safe, he could look on his phone, and he may have Simply Safe Home Security. I they, don't. But I can hook you up with oh, that. Oh, okay. Anna loves uh, science. <laughs> 
uh, wireless outdoor camera from Simply Safe that he would be able to monitor what's going on at home with Sounds convenient. the wife and the, and the kids. Right. Simply Safe has everything you need to keep your home safe entry and motion sensors, indoor, outdoor cameras, monitor 24-7 by professionals, ready to dispatch police, firefighters, EMTs to your home. Simply Safe costs you less than a dollar a day. You can Pretty set it up. That you have 30 minutes or less that you yeah. can do it. And you don't strike me as being very handy around the house. Not at all. All righty. You can customize the perfect Never. system for your home in just a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off with interactive monitoring, just go to simplysafedan.com. Simplysafedan.com. 